Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Call yourselves Title Town? Are you kidding me? That's fraud. Uh, it feels like a gray area. Spoiler alert, Canada. Cup's coming back to the U.S. of A. There's way too much negative stigma attached to strippers. I, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> My dog just shit his ass. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. Uh, it is Wednesday night. I love that intro. It just it brings a smile to my face every time it ends with my dog just shit his ass. It's And the best part is it's always timely because it almost always happened. So, you know, the good news is the old man, Rockney, is still around and kicking. We had a little episode this weekend, but turns out all he has is old dog vertigo. Oh, well, that, I'm, is, that is a legitimate medical diagnosis. I am glad that uh that rockney's doing good uh this is craft brood sports it's wednesday night it's the home of the drunkest sports takes on the internet i am mike with me as always is scott scott it's opening day week man how you feeling bud i'm feeling great baby (laughs) this is my christmas what's going on cannot wait Uh, i'm so pumped man it's this is my favorite time of the year because i get to be excited for the reds for like a week like this is it where it's like all right it's reds baseball baby and then by saturday it's like is college football starting soon? When's that start up? <laughs> <laughs> That's, that, are we eliminated at this point? Uh, but yeah, man, I'm pumped. Uh, super stoked. Uh, Drew also hanging out with us. Drew, how you feeling tonight, man? Dude, I'm so excited because tonight is going to be the easiest show ever. I don't have to do shit. Like you two are just going <laughs> to giggle over baseball all day, and I can just so beer our regular weekly show. All <laughs> yeah. right, done. You're right. Well, hey, you know, potato, potato. I'm gonna have a good time. <laughs> and uh, already getting shout outs in the comments is our intern, Donny Don. How's it going, man? Doing great. I guess tonight's the day I get to take uh, Drew's job for good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. We were we were chatting about that this week. Uh, you know, these motherfuckers are gonna have to kick me off. I ain't quitting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be arranged, Drew. That could be arranged. Uh, thanks to you guys for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate you. Hit the share button. Help us out. Get us out in front of all your news feeds. We got an awesome show for you guys tonight. We're gonna be talking some of this NFL news with the schedule updates uh, and that week 17 we got some brooklyn news in the nba they got a super team going on in brooklyn we got to figure out what's happening there 
Uh, Dude, and, it's the first time there's ever been a super team in the NBA. I've never, yeah, I've never seen this happen before. It's I'm bananas. <laughs> it's bananas to see a super team formed in the NBA right in front of our eyes. Uh, <laughs> and then we've also got obviously MLB opening day. Uh, plus, as we talked about last week, I have caught up on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am completely caught up through the most recent episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Scott is going to take over later on, and we're going to do that Marvel. Uh, plus, we're going to do some bets with Mookie. Uh, he's, you know, we'll see what he does with that. I'm terrified. I was just going to say, after you finished the MCU uh, preview, I was like, yep, and again, I'm taking tonight off. But apparently I'm not. <laughs> so yeah, let's, do, let's, let's, bet, let's bet on some sports. <laughs> uh, we will get to all of that, but first, let's talk about these beers we're drinking. Scott, uh, what beer are you drinking tonight, man? Ooh, another heavy hitter. Uh, no Third Eye uh, out of New Image Brewing, and they collaborated with Transient Artists and Ale on this one. Uh, 10%er Dippa. Most importantly, though, that 4.11 caps. Mm. On and I am Clutch. already enjoying this one right here. This is this is a solid start to this brew. Uh, we're we're rating our beers this week on the NFL schedule scale, uh, scale from one to seventeen. So, what do you got on this one? One. Okay, there you go. <laughs> week one. Uh, Scott's got a week one brew here. Uh, Mookie, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, tonight I'm drinking Lifestyle from the Separatist Beer Project. Uh, that's a, a cozy little spot out in uh, Pennsylvania, um, <laughs> Easton, Pennsylvania, which honestly I, I'm not sure where that is, but I'd love to find out. Um, it is actually a Kolsch, so it's a little different. I, I don't do a ton of those. It's only 3.71 caps on untapped, 5% ABV, but I'm digging it so far. It's crisp. It's fresh. Um, it's it's getting to get warm out again, and that's the exciting thing. So um, I'm going to go ahead and give it a week nine. Okay. Where the season is getting there. You're, you know, you're, you're making a run for the playoffs. You're trying to line things up correctly. You know a little bit about your, you know, your squad and stuff. So you're really kind of getting into form uh, to push towards those fantasy playoffs uh, until, you know, your star player ends up getting hurt and your world falls apart. So, yeah, I'm giving it week nine. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, high, e- <laughs> high of 36 tomorrow for those of us thinking it's warming up. Yeah. yeah hey, I was going to say they're, like two days ago. they're talking right, about snow now. for opening day. But yes, it's warm now. Uh, hey, Edon, you say what you want. I had porch beers on Monday, so I don't know why you're hating. Uh, Edon, what uh, craft beer from the Miller family are you drinking tonight? So, I'm hoping it's a craft beer. Obviously, I'm not completely sure if it is, but I got a nice. It's my favorite beer. I got a nice Blue Moon tonight. Oh, okay. Oh, that is a very bottom line. Let's say beer. let's say it's an intro. This is that's a 101 class when it comes to craft beer. Yeah. <laughs> is Sam Adams a craft beer? Yes. Yeah, it yeah. is. And then Blue Moon's a craft beer. Well, Blue Moon's right, made by go. Miller Coors, so that that's where the problem comes. <laughs> uh, I'll rate this on the week on the football schedule. Uh, whatever week the Eagles have a bye week, because that's the only time <laughs> they won't hurt me this year. So that's that's going to be my favorite week. This year. Spoken like a true Eagles fan. That was, that was definitely uh, that was definitely how an Eagles fan and how uh, us Bengals fans feel too. Uh, this week I'm drinking Darkest Day from Loveland Ale Works uh, because it is always porter season. It doesn't matter if it's getting uh, warmer out. It, it's always time for a porter or a stout. Uh, this Dead one, Santa. this one's actually a uh, coconut and cocoa husks in this porter. So 
interesting uh, ingredients in this one. 3.93 caps on untapped, 7% ABV. Uh, On the NFL schedule, I would probably give this like a week four at this point. Like, we're still trying to get our footing. We're still trying to see what's going on. Are we really good? Are we not? I don't know. Depends on the competition, so we will get, we're going to have to see how this one plays out. Uh, also, Joe saying the Eagles equals garbage. So there you go, Edan. Your friend's already capping on you and uh, bringing your spirits down. Uh, yeah. But you can't even deny it. Like, that's true. Can we get anything lower than already looking forward them. to the bye week? <laughs> Before the draft? Uh, and uh, Drunken Angels on Twitter said, Blue Moon, really? LOL. So uh, Drunken Angels hey, is not a fan of, of Blue Moon. Uh, intro. That's why I said intro to uh, to craft beer. Uh, we'll see how our beers rate, uh, uh, rate as the night goes on. Uh, let us know in the comments what you guys are drinking tonight and hit it up on the NFL schedule. Uh, rating from one to seventeen. Drunken Angel says Browns the Super Bowl in twenty twenty one. Oh That's man, right, baby! That's oh. right. Here we go. Oh. Led by Brady Quinn. <laughs> 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 Drew rocking his Brady Quinn jersey. Uh, Josh is drinking a Columbus Brewery Company IPA six point three percent, and he says that's a Week One Go Pack Go. Uh, fair enough. Uh, and Ruined then that last part. Good friend, good friend of the show, Scott says I'm a Lions fan. What I wouldn't give to be an Eagles fan. <laughs> That's sad, hey, man. Scott, I feel so there's bad. There's always time to, to hop on someone else's bandwagon. Look, coming from a fellow Michigander, I gave up on the Lions a long time ago, and it feels good. <laughs> Just get yourself a jersey, get drunk, get the first jersey that looks cool to you, ride with that. You'll be fine. And the homie Robert Taylor, Eagles, Bengals, 49ers, and whatever team Drew roots for are garbage. Coming from the Kansas City fan himself, uh, I don't know if we can ever pin another one of his comments. So glad Uh, he's back. I missed him. Uh, Oh, there we go. Drunken Angels chiming in. Uh, A Lagunitas IPA and Dogfish 90 tonight. Oh, shit. Getting tore up. I like it. That's how you do it on a Wednesday night. Uh, Well done. Lagunitas is legit. And Dan drinking a hop slam tonight. Uh, Oh, my God. These you guys are are not messing around tonight. I love it. These comments are going to be fire. I can't wait, baby. We're in for a landmark show. I feel it. I was going to say tomorrow's opening day. They ain't doing anything at work. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, this is going to be a damn good show. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, before we get into too much, listen, everybody. Flowers are blooming. The grass is growing, and it is time to mow that lawn. And thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim the hedges below the belt safely and efficiently. That's right. I'm talking about ball trimmers. Manscaped. <laughs> The global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming have an exclusive offer for our listeners. Just use the code BELLYUPPOD to get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Join the other 2 million men who trust Manscaped. They are here to make sure your balls are smooth and smelling nice. After all, it is time for some spring cleaning. Uh, Scott, how you liking these Manscaped gears that, uh, that we got there, man? I'm loving it, but these reeds are one of my most anticipated parts of the week. They're fantastic. But listen, I have to re-manscape myself this weekend. It's time to clean up down there and uh, get a haircut and everything. But 
in between, I've been using those nose hair trimmers, and I don't think people uh, understand how uh, clutch these come in. I don't like being able to tie my nose hairs to my mustache, and so with <laughs> the nose hair trimmer, I can keep that from being a problem in between, you know, cleaning everything up. So I, as underrated and as forgotten as it is, those nose hair trimmers, you got to get you some. Dude, those nose hair trimmers are fantastic, and then like using them on your ear too, man. Like I'm, I'm at the point now where like I'm at that old man age where I'm starting to get like shaggy at the ears at times. I'm like, what the hell is happening here? So using those trimmers in my ears, oh, it's clutch. But that lawnmower, nice. dude, uh, it has completely changed my morning shower. I feel so fresh all the time. And that ball deodorant, dude, I like, I can't tell you how many times I get done at the gym and I'm like, actually not bad. This is all right. I could deal with this. I could throw on, uh, I could throw on the, the jeans and not feel terrible about it. Uh, Drew, how's your balls feeling? Uh, real good. Uh, <laughs> little, little, little sork is like the best part about Manscaped, but the worst part is I just want to keep going back because, man, <laughs> when I get nice and clean and then, you know, throw on the anti-chafing, like, oh my God, it's heaven. <laughs> but I want to go back like every single day. And if anything is out of sorts, it's like, all right, well, got to, got to dive back in. So I'm getting there. I'm working on my precision trimming a little bit. Uh, cause it started off as more of a, uh, we were clearing the entire field. Now we're trying to make sure that the sidelines are trimmed down and the greens are nice and clean. <laughs> now you're keeping the fairways, fairways fresh. Good. Uh, have you guys tried yet doing like any designs in the old throw? <laughs> Am I the only one that's tried it? Because I tried it. I tried to. I, I, I tried to do a heart for my wife, and it, it did not look like a heart by the end of it. But she, it was the thought that counts, right? It was the thought that counts. Listen, <laughs> wait, you left it there and said just going clean shaven. Well, no, I was like, I was like, look what I did for you, and she was like, thanks. I, I guess I, I gotta get the visual image of you trying to heart <laughs> from up top. Uh, Idan, how's your balls, man? They're doing fantastic. <laughs> oh my god! You know how to follow that. Up. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. Didn't mean to. Didn't mean to kill you on that one. Listen, everybody, if you're listening to the show right now, go get the Perfect Package 3.0 kit. Keep your package looking, feeling, and smelling. Perfect. It comes with a lawnmower 3.0, and no, you don't need to worry about priming or struggling to get this one started on the first pool. This cordless waterproof trimmer has a ceramic blade to cut through even the coarsest tangled bush. Plus, you get anti-chafing ball deodorant and the crop reviver to keep your ball smelling as fresh as those flowers popping up in your flower beds. And for a limited time, you get two free gifts, the shed travel bag and the patented high-performance reduced chafing manscaped boxer briefs that I'm wearing right now that feel amazing. Your comfort is going to go to the next level. Just go to manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BELLYUPPOD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Again, use that code BELLYUPPOD. It is time to turn that team in your pants around with Manscaped. Uh, Fellas, these reads are the best. I love it. They are so good. I love it so much. It's... uh, This sponsorship better continue. Uh, Drew, apologies to your sister, bro. What? (laughs) Your sister uh, is watching and said that that was something she didn't need to know about her brother. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure our other uh, members of our family have been watching this for for way longer and heard worse things. So, like, that's pretty mild. (laughs) 
Um, but what I, I did want to go back to this and, and figure out exactly why Robert Taylor cares about the first of the month EBT payments and making money off them. Robert, just tell me whatever you're doing is above board and you ain't taking it. Oh, I got you. I can handle that one. Robert Taylor, where he slings chips. He's a Frito man. So he gets uh, at the beginning of the month, it's a a big month in the grocery store world. And then on top of that, it's Easter and holidays are are huge when it comes to buying chips and stuff. So man's banking. Man's going to be buying tons of beer. Uh, Yeah, he slings those. Somebody's got to slang those half-filled bags. Ah, you got it. I was going to say it. I was going to say he's selling half bags of air. Damn, man, you beat me to it. Get out of my brain, bro. (laughs) Fritos are so solid, though, man. For real, just the straight-up corn chips. Oh, that's good. What is your favorite? I'm cheese if I'm getting Fritos. What's your favorite Frito product? Like, if you got to, Scott, if you got to pick one. One Frito Lay's product. Ooh, Cheetos all day. Cheetos. Idan, what are you going with? Oh, I'm not a big chip fan. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair what enough. Do you eat? Wait, 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 wait. What do you eat when you're drunk, so, though? What's your go-to drunk snack? I can't eat when I'm drunk. What? Yeah. Huh? No, it doesn't work for me. Wow. You're an yeah, anomaly, bro. Oh, wait, you're like in your 20s and, and yeah. still young. So never mind. You don't need, I forget you don't need to be putting fuel in to even it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, what are you, uh, what's your, your Frito-Lay go-to? Uh, Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Legit. Every every grocery order, we're getting two of those. That's the start. <laughs> like, I, the minute I click buy, I put Milk, those two things bread, back in. Lazy yep. Hot Cheetos. <laughs> exactly. They, they know. Ed wants to know if chips are a snack or an entree. Uh, I think that depends on how much buffalo chicken dip you've made. Uh, mm, Joe's yeah. saying Lay's baked. That's the way to go. Um, no, Cheryl, not White Castle. Dan, no, White Castle is a meal. We're no, but snacks. that's because you asked. She came in at, when you asked Edon what's he eat when he's drunk. She's uh, answering a different question that you posed. You tried to take the this off the rails conversation further off the rails, Drew. <laughs> Dude, I'm I told you, I'm not you doing did, any work. You tonight. did no I'm prep just, tonight. All you're doing I'm is just straight wild card <laughs> all ninety minutes tonight, boys. <laughs> Oh goodness Quick gracious! Uh, Dan saying flavor nope. twists, uh, honey barbecue. I gotta Ooh, go. Yeah. I don't know how none of you guys said Doritos at this point. Like that's insane to me. That's the the gold standard, mm. right? Mm. No. Oh, I, I have to be in a mood for Doritos. I mean, it, if there's no Cheetos, I'll settle for Doritos. But eh. God, I don't. Now man, those, I eat Doritos by the spicy chili. Bag. Doritos are fire. I have not. I've not had those. I stick to the regular oh, nacho cheese. Out. I stay yeah, right. I'm gonna go with stay the OG in my life. red yeah, bag. Exactly. I don't need any of the special stuff. Exactly. I go red bag over blue bag unless I'm yes. making walk walking tacos. Then I go blue bag because mm. that's uh, that's a whole other level. What do you guys do about the the, the dust on your fingers afterwards? You gotta lick that. You gotta. I was just gonna say, what the hell in. kind of yeah. question is that? You eat it, uh, dude. I'm just looking for quick hitters here. Wait, are there people uh, that that don't lick their fingers after eating Doritos? What kind of monsters are those? Uh, That's the same kind that you know flop it over when they go pee. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, all right. right, We're doing this. We're doing this. We're getting into this right now. We talked about this a little bit last week, and this I need comments on. I need to to uh, guys. You're you're gonna have to chime in on this one. Uh, We need to shut Drew. This needs to happen. This was a conversation that started weeks ago, and uh, the show was heavy. It was seventy five percent to twenty five on this show. How this broke down, and then Drew went to other sources and found like minded crazy. Crazy people like him. Guys, when you're peeing, do you go through the, the fly in your boxers and through your zipper? 
or do you unbutton, unzip, and go over top elephant style? I need to know uh, because – and let's not tell people where we're at right now. Let's not, let's not divulge that. I need to know, do you go elephant style or through the zipper when you pee? Uh, this is going to be a new quick hitter question. We are completely divided on this. It's caused a lot of turmoil on the show. While you guys are chiming in on that, uh, let's talk about this NFL schedule changes. Uh, they, we get a week 17. The players don't get an extra break, so fuck concussions, I guess? Like, what is the thinking behind this? Uh, I don't understand. Scott, I see little hands popping in on the microphone. <laughs> so... <laughs> Say, uh, you have your t-shirt on backwards, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not, like, gross, look, baby. Look, look my son. Like, I he's, respect he's, that. Wearing, he's wearing his Kittle shirt, but it's it's, it's on backwards. He just wants uh, Jordan. Just wants everybody to know who he reps. He reps George yeah, Kittle. He, I dig he, it. He's That's doing right. it Nelly style. Where you wear your jersey backwards. Oh, God, yes. You remember when that was a thing? I do remember that. I also think your camera right, just bro. got jacked up a little bit, man. Yeah, you, I was gonna say you messed up my camera. All right, progress <laughs> is over. Time to go back out. Uh, Scott, what do you make of this week seventeen? What do you I think th- it's complete garbage? Complete garbage, right? Like the what is? Yeah, what's there's the, no reason to add an extra game other than the owners want more money. And I mean, they're they're using the pandemic and everything to kind of mask the fact that oh, oh, you know, you guys have wanted this for a while, but they've been pushing on this forever. So I think it's dog shit. But what are, what are you gonna do? I mean, it's the NFL; they're always gonna do things that drives home the bottom line well and i guess their their reasoning behind it was we got rid of uh, a a worthless preseason game to add this extra game that actually means something so let's go ahead and and have this week 17 game but isn't it true that like most of these week 17 games are going to be worthless anyways because playoff spots are already figured out like why are we why are we pretending that this week 17 game i guess in some cases that's going to be meaningful but you're not playing a division rivalry like they've done away with ending the season at least for this season you're not ending the season on a division rivalry that could be deciding the division instead like the Bengals are playing the Niners in week 17 i don't understand well, I- I think the biggest travesty is that they didn't add an extra bye week. They didn't expand the roster size. They didn't expand the practice squad. They didn't expand game day roster size. So it's like, uh, what incentive, like, what did the players get out of this? More chance to get hurt, more chance more to money. sit out games. Yeah, they they damn sure ain't getting more money. Like, Well, they are, money. though, I think, right? Players are, oh, I think. Yeah, they're Are getting they? more of a share because the, the players don't get the same revenue share in preseason games that they do in regular season games. But that's what's interesting, though, is because the players are always about, oh, man, like we get so banged up. We get, you know, we go through these car wrecks every week and then we have to play. Yet they left that on the table. They didn't get the extra bye weeks, Scott, and they didn't expand the rosters, like you said. So you know what that really means? They don't give a fuck about their bodies or whatever. They're after their cheddar, too. And I kind of respect it. But at the same time, that's where it's like, can we just all be above board about this and say it for what it is? Like, this is a money grab for everyone. The players realize they weren't going to actually get the things that they need to protect themselves. So they're just going to grab the cash like everybody else. And this is exactly why this is a great move. Yet I am still torn because, you know what, 17 weeks of regular season football means? 17 chances of sadness for most fans. I was going to say 17 chances for me to lose wins that you get to put on. on (laughs) Look at Edon, Bob. Edon's like, yep, that's right. That's right. (laughs) One more week of action. You degenerates. I love it. (laughs) Joseph's got it right, man. They should have just gone straight to 19 weeks. You could have had futures parlays on all kinds of stuff would have been amazing. 
But what I don't understand how to, to sort of like uh, come to terms with is what does this mean for my fantasy season? How does that part work out? Well, that's going to be interesting. And Drew, your, your green screen's going a little crazy there. Yeah, I but, know what the fuck's going but on But Dan there. says fine. that you nailed it. Uh, they all get paid and we're all going to watch. And I guess that's the bottom line. Like NFL fans are going to tune in. It doesn't matter how pissed we get, whatever they do, we're still going to watch because I, we're like, hook, we, we can't kick this drug. The other thing, too, that's interesting about this is to. they're talking more now like more international games. They're talking about going to Germany oh. uh, and South America for games, too. Oh. Too, as no, part of this, no. yes, Get exactly. Now, so, right. So, as part of this, now we got to wake up early on Sundays again. This is bullshit, no. man. I can't stand this. No, 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 no. It's 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 you got to bet early on Sundays, and that's bullshit because <laughs> we all know that you got to stay up to watch in that Pac-12. You at least have to hit that Pac-12 fourth quarter. And if you're doing that, you're up till 1 a.m. Eastern, and then you want me to wake my ass up to be able to put a sober bet in by. 7 a.m. Get out of here, dude. And you can't you can't put a you can't put a bet in before they put out the last minute game time decision uh, injury report. So there is no way around it. This is bullshit. <laughs> Absolute bullshit. So now Drew is against this. He was he was all oh, yeah. on Fuck board. These guys, they still know because what they did is they added a week, but they've stolen games from me. <laughs> I'm still down. My net number of games to lose, I win money on is down. Look, man, that's the bottom line. However, the NFL can fuck everybody else over except for themselves. They're going to go for it. I mean, well, again, guys- I think I would accept it more if they had expanded the rosters and, and added an extra bye week. I just think it's bullshit that they can continue to swear up and down that they care about player safety, but make these moves like these aren't moves that suggest they give a shit. I don't even think it's player safety. I feel like it's just they don't care about the players. Like they look at these players right, as just period. interchangeable They're cogs in a machine. Right. And it's like, all right, if you can't go 17 games, fuck it. There's a line of guys that will. So we'll just pop one of them in and nobody's nobody gives a shit. You're just, just a, a number. Yeah, you're just a number on a jersey that will switch a name on and people will buy the new fucking jersey and we make more money on doing that. So great. Go ahead, get out. We don't give a shit anymore. Like it's it's insane to me that we are just accepting that this is what this company is and everybody's just like wait it but we get an extra week of it so cool tune in everybody sunday night football here we go uh where's who's romo calling this week um let's talk this draft the draft had a bunch of shakeups this week too scott your niners jumped up in the draft uh moved up to number three right uh to to take the qb of the future jimmy g away the next 200 picks How do you feel about that move to to get who to uh, Mac Jones? I almost said Tua. This Mac Jones shit. Uh, Look here. I am perfectly fine with the move because I trust Shanahan. Uh, I trust uh, a couple other people in the building and uh, I'm going to lean on him because he's earned it. But I mean, this is this is it, right? Like he—they've now moved up, and they're going to—he's t- going to tie his future and his career in San Francisco to whoever they take. So, dear God, just get it fucking right. <laughs> just get it fucking right. That's it. Do you have? I heard they're actually going to go with Justin Fields, though. Uh, well, yeah, but everybody's—you know—everybody's an expert. So, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, if, if it was up to me, I really want Zach Wilson. Uh, but I don't think he's. I was just gonna, that's that's Jets, legitimately so. who you want to pick. If you had your run of the lot, you would pick Zach Wilson. Yeah, because that's who I think is the best in this class. 
Uh, Matt Barr said, if the 49ers traded up to three to get Mac Jones, lifelong Bills fan over here, <laughs> he's bailing on the team. Would you bail, Scott, if they took Mac Jones at three, if they traded up to get Mac Jones at three? No, I dealt with that fat fuck from Oregon as my head coach for an entire lost season. So, I, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm not going to bail on the franchise. I, I sat there when, you know, they, they hired Dennis Erickson and, and, and you know, other guys that <laughs> oh, had no God, business Dennis being NFL head, head coaches. Like, I'm not going to bail on the franchise. It's just going to be, well. I guess we're back in the tank for another five to six years before things get well again. That, without, that's all it is. Without any draft capital to pull yourself out of the tank. Like you're kind It'll of screwed great. for a long time. It's going to be a, a while until you get back. Speaking of making terrible draft moves, Idan, what the fuck happened to your boys this week, man? What What are the I Eagles doing? I like what they did this week. You like that? I mean, they basically admitted that we're not doing shit this year and we're going to lose this year. So why not just let it load up on the next year draft? We'll have potentially three first round picks next year. I'm okay with this. So that you're and the guy making the picks is garbage at doing it, but well, that's what I was going to say. You can't fuck them all up, right? Uh, I don't know about that, the man. The Browns I, would like to have a word. Yeah, uh, that's where I think, like, yes, ideally, what what they've done is great because they've taken the the page out of the Miami playbook of like, listen, we're going to tank, we're going to get all these first round picks, it's going to be great, and then we'll start building back up. And and Miami clearly is doing what you know they should be doing and and looking good and looking set for a while, but. You got you, your GM is such garbage, man. I don't know if you can trust him making three first round picks. No, I, you, you can't. The hope is he's fired by then, but there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> he's got something on our owner. He just doesn't want to get rid of it. <laughs> well, at least looking like a true fan. <laughs> I was gonna say, at least you have a GM. I'm stuck with <laughs> fucking Mike Brown over here. He's, he's gonna mess up this pick. Everything has shifted for the Bengals to where they can take the offensive lineman that will be able to protect Joey B for the foreseeable future, and they are going to mess it up and take Kyle Pitts with their pick. And then oh, we're gonna have. So dope, no. I, I've got a former safety pretending to be a GM. So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no GM. Wait, okay, uh, which is which is worse? Hang on, let's okay, well let's do a, a quick sip chug drain pour. Sip chug drain pour, no GM, former safety pretending to be a GM, or just a terrible GM. Uh Scott sip chug drain pour. <laughs> God uh, <laughs> Uh, you gotta I pick one. I guess I'm sipping the safety pretending to be a GM. I'm chugging the bad GM, and I mean, having no GM hasn't worked forever for the Bengals. So I guess that's the one I'll pour. Edan, sip that's like chug. The worst sip chug right? That's not, a, that's not a good one. Sip chug drain pour, Edan. A safety pretending to be a GM, no GM, or your terrible GM. Yeah, I'll, I'll drain poor Howie Roseman because he's garbage. I'll sip on that fake safety trying to be a GM, and I'll chug on the on no GM because Jeffrey Lurie is already trying to be the GM. He's the owner, but <laughs> it won't last long, so <laughs> might as well try it. Drew, who are you sip chugging and drain pouring here? So I'm gonna I'm gonna drain pour. Uh, what is it? The the safety masquerading as a GM because I had to drain pour one. <laughs> uh, I'm going to chug the no GM because I absolutely get a kick out of the Bengals and their fans suffering every single year. It is so fun to watch for me. Thanks, bro. And then, Appreciate that. Yep. And then I'm going to sip a terrible Dick. GM because 
I ain't got no pro team, so I am the GM of all my fantasy teams, and we all fucking suck. <laughs> but I still do it every single year. Every single year. I've been in a dynasty league for close near a decade, and my ass has barely made the playoffs in half of them. So, <laughs> you know, I got to be honest. So I'm clearly sipping a, a terrible GM, uh, chugging no GM, and drain pouring the safety as a GM. So I'm going to sip the safety as a GM because at least they've got some experience uh, with football. I'm going to chug the terrible GM because I feel like at least the terrible GM is better than no GM. And then I'm drain pouring the fuck out of Mike Brown and his goddamn stranglehold on the Cincinnati franchise. I hope this guy dies soon so that his daughter could take over and maybe hire a fucking GM to do things right in the draft. But it's probably not going to happen because she's raised by Mike Brown. She's like, I can handle this job too. And then they're going to be fucking terrible for the next 20 years. Let's move on. Talk some NBA. Uh, Sorry, guys. I apologize. Was that? Right. Did I go too far? Trey Lance is the right call in the draft. By the way, I'm just putting it out there right now. You think Scott? To- that's where you guys should go. Let him learn behind Jimmy G. Then sell Jimmy G off to to Belichick in New England. Get a boatload of picks to package with Trey Lance and just crush it. Wait a second. You can. How are you going to sell Jimmy G? Back to New England, like you think they're going to take him back At after the lowest they, point of his career? They like, got oh, rid of man, him. Now he's worse. Yeah, he's Bill Belichick lays in bed at night thinking of Jimmy G. We'll just oh, say yeah. that. Yeah, he loves him. You think so? Why would he get rid of him if he loves him? Like you, you have to feel like Belichick wouldn't have let him go. Didn't because he get, like, as first we, round pick? Uh, I don't know. Round pick? Oh, it was second, second round. round? You get a second round pick for a backup quarterback, you take that in an instant. I uh, not if not if you love him, man. Uh although here you go, Drunken Angel saying next season, yes, Jimmy G goes back to New England. So what the fuck do I know? I guess uh, I guess that's what's gonna happen. Uh everybody seems to be on this one. Uh, <laughs> Robert Taylor wants to know what he's gonna learn behind Jimmy G. No, this, I and I just replied to him. Literally what he's gonna learn is just how to operate in the NFL, like where you gotta be, what you gotta do, all the other bullshit that you don't do in college. He doesn't have to learn how to read defenses from Jimmy G. He already knows how to do it better than him to begin with. So it's none of that stuff. It's just literally the mechanics of it, balancing all the, you know, the appearances on radio, talking to idiots like us or, you know, trying to get your sponsorship deals right. Like he'll deal with that while Jimmy G is out there just getting crushed while the 49ers accumulate draft picks. And then they'll sell Jimmy G off to New England, use those draft picks to get playmakers for Trey, maybe a couple O-line help, you know, and then boom. Super Bowl run, baby. He's thinking, I was thinking more. He'll teach him how to look good on the cover of magazines and get busted with porn stars and stories nobody cares about. Yeah. That's... Like, your, your best ability is to be injured and not actually. I say in an intro to every show, there's too much negative stigma attached to, to strippers. Same goes for porn stars. Jimmy G was getting himself out there and just looking beautiful. Like, like let let a guy you know let a guy breathe all right like y'all were all over my boy Jay Cutler's nuts all the time giving him a hard time about this stuff but you know what he was just being him and soaking it all in let Jimmy G do the same Trey Lance will have his time I don't think anybody cared that Jimmy G was banging porn stars like I think it actually helped him his cause among fans like people were like who's this guy oh he's banging Maybe porn stars all right cool good good on oh, you, Jimmy G it was a knock I just it's like what are you gonna learn from him I mean those are that's about is all that a, is that a bad thing to learn no, it's not a bad thing to learn. I'm just saying, what can it's you learn from Jimmy? To learn. That's the list. 
It's uh, a short list. Let's talk NBA real quick. There was a story that that circulated. It started. Uh, Brian Windhorse was on a podcast, and he had mentioned that uh, there's some subtle recruiting going on. Uh, if you don't know, LeBron and Steph played on the All Star team for the first time ever this year, and after the game, LeBron was very. Uh, supportive of Steph, and he was talking about how he's you know one of the greatest players, one of the greatest shooters to ever play the game, and uh, you know what an amazing guy he's completely revolutionized the game. And then Steph was like, "Isn't it awesome that uh, you know I claim Akron as my hometown, and you're from Akron too?" And uh, it's great to see two what the fuck? Akron Are you serious? guys. Yeah, Steph was born in Akron. He didn't grow up in Akron, but he was born in Akron. Uh, so, but he's like, "Isn't it great to see two Ohio guys at the top of the game?" And Windhorse was like, "That's the the seed has been planted." LeBron is currently recruiting Steph to come to the Lakers. Uh, Steph has a, a contract extension option this year, uh, at the end of this year. So the the theory is that he doesn't extend with the Warriors and ends up going to the Lakers to join up with LeBron. Uh, Edan is shaking his head. You don't think this happens at all, or you don't think he's no. being? Do you think? Well, let's ask it this way: Do you think LeBron is actually trying to recruit Steph to the Lakers? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. He tries to do whatever he can to get whoever he wants, and which he should be fine and suspended for because that's wow. tampering right there. Um, <laughs> but also, the over heat. here. Side note, with this kid. Side note, huge news. Joel Embiid is back. Oh, shit. So we're feeling great now. Well, we get Wait, that notification at least three or four times Trust. a year off the injury. So, wow. <laughs> Trust in the process over there, Don. You're just trusting the process. Still trusting that process. <laughs> so I, still years going. later. Joe says that Steph Curry is the best player in the league. Change my mind. I don't know if you can call him the best player in the league. Like, I feel like the best player in the league would do better with a, a scrub set of roster, a uh, scrub roster like Steph Scott right now than what he's actually doing. So I don't know if I could call him the best in the league. I may say best point guard. Like I'll give him, I'll give him best shooter. I don't know if I'd call him best player. Like that's a, that's a bold claim. Scott, you think he's the best player in the league? No, best shooter. I don't even know that. I don't even necessarily know he's the best point guard because I, I would still want a more well-rounded point guard. And I mean, he's fine. Like I love Steph. Like, but he's definitely the best shooter, one of the best players in the yeah. game. But I mean, it. it no, not not to say the top. Like you got to be able to do more than just shoot. Yeah, we got a lot of people. I don't know why we're even in. talking about this. this. Is stupid. Like this is an easy, easy thing to solve. <laughs> the best player in the league right now is Lamarcus Aldridge because <laughs> oh when God. he went to when he no because he listen to me listen to me hear me out because when he went to Brooklyn it became a super team that ha, that that's a problem now all of a sudden we got to deal with all of this and like now they're just buying up all the talent in the league so clearly he is the best player in the league because him moving from sitting on his ass in San Antonio to playing with with those cats changes the power in the league so he is clearly the best player in the league Steph Curry who in fairness it wasn't Aldridge the 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 super team claim started when Blake Griffin went to Brooklyn like that's when people started and that was my favorite See, when, that's what I thought that was that's what I thought but I didn't but no didn't no but you're right Blake though to be wrong no you're you're right though because when LaMarcus went they were like oh my god they just keep adding to the super team and like they asked Blake Griffin about it and he was like yeah I think this is kind of funny because my whole career I've heard that I'm terrible and then I come here and they're like wow it's a super team now so I did I do like that he flipped the script on him. Uh, Scott, would you want to see LeBron and Steph? I mean, let's take the Lakers out of it because no. I know you hate the Lakers. Would you want LeBron and Steph on the same team anywhere? Anywhere besides LA? Yes. 
Okay, so you would like to see it, but just I mean, not I with don't, LA. I don't have a problem with super teams. I have a problem with the Lakers, period. <laughs> so I don't give a shit. Like, Lakers need to be bottom of the league every single year. <laughs> Whatever, Whatever it takes for that to be the case, I don't, I don't care. He dons nodding like, yep, that's exactly yeah, what it exactly. needs to be. <laughs> then the Knicks and the Celtics, it's a good year if the three of them stay at the bottom. And we don't have to hope for it for the Knicks. They, they just they, anyway. As long as Dolan's but yeah, but there. I, mean, I, I think the league's a better place when the Lakers and Celtics. Suck. <laughs> All right, Scott, Edan, I got you guys here. Real quick, though, Ed Mayhall apparently still thinks Ed, uh, Gary Clark's the best player in the league. I don't think he's actually in the league, but nice try, Ed. Uh, I'd like to know what you're drinking tonight, though, because you're clearly blacked out already. Um, Scott, Edan, this may help, though. Just do what I do when talking about that team from Los Angeles and and see through all the marketing and the fake bullshit and realize that their jerseys, they're actually the L.A. LeBrons. They're not the Lakers. They're not the Lakers. They just have jerseys that have a similar color palette, but they're actually the L.A. LeBrons because that's who's running the show. It's got nothing to do with that franchise back in the day. Jeannie Buss ain't doing anything over there. I don't think she still understands where her checks are coming from. (laughs) <laughs> well, and impress me too would be like, all right, y'all team up on like the Grizzlies. Nothing like that powerhouse of <laughs> Memphis or, you know, go to, go to Portland and team up there. Like, I want it to be one of these franchises that they're always like, well, they're just never going to do anything unless they draft a guy and then they're going to leave. Don't don't go with one of these traditional powers. Impress me I, by, by going there. Like, could you imagine if the Charlotte Hornets buzz city in those ugly ass jerseys? Yeah, <laughs> and Curry rocking those. That would be like, all right, all right. <laughs> That's fair, but dude, they, <laughs> you could put you could put KD, LeBron, uh, Doncic, um, I don't know. We'll have Chris Paul run the point. Whatever you could load up Memphis all you want. They're never ever 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 going to win an NBA title because that is some goddamn good barbecue down there. <laughs> Just like Atlanta will never win because them lemon pepper wings. How about Lou going to Atlanta? That was that was a nice move. Lou getting sent to Atlanta is fantastic. I love it. Okay, so let's go back to this Brooklyn Super Team idea here. Now that Brooklyn is like beefed it, they've clearly gone chips all in. Like they are. This is their year. They're they're making the push. They want the title this year. They pushed all the Doritos Dude, in the middle. All of the, table. Of the Doritos uh, are the in the Doritos middle of the table. Uh, they opened up their bag, and the half of the bag that was filled with chips have all been pushed into the middle of the table at yep. this point. Uh, does <laughs> it get shit done? Is about that. They say there's all the air in the bag so the chips don't break. The motherfucking chips are always broken. That's what I'm always. saying. Why yeah, are my chips always saying? broken? That's it's bullshit. Yes, that's it's absolute it. bullshit. But you know what's not broken is Pringles. <laughs> that's a good yeah, point. They stack all of them in there all the way up to the top and don't try to sell you a dream about right. empty <laughs> <what's laughs> And can what you people imagine? don't realize is you get as many chips from a Pringles can as you get from one of the motherfucking bags. Family well, size. And then they, but the inverse is they, they stack them together so that they don't break. So I would challenge Frito-Lay, fine, give me more chips, fill up the bag, and then nothing gets crushed. I, I don't have yeah, to worry let's, about Let's see. <laughs> Robert Taylor defending with the defense he always comes to. Uh, you will not tolerate the slander. That's from merchandising. He blames people on the chips being crushed. Not the. That's uh, fine. The I didn't packaging. blame Robert Taylor. I was saying Frito Lays. He should stop being so insecure. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, anyways, Brooklyn goes all in. They are now, you know, the the front runner. I guess, like everybody assumes. I haven't checked nope. the odds on my book. They're not the front runner. You done? Not a Sixers are. Okay. All right. 
<laughs> uh, dude, the Sixers. the Sixers. Now that now that Embiid's back, the now Sixers. Back. <laughs> uh, the best part is, I'm not even joking. Are they really? Wait, are, are they serious? seriously the favorite? Well, in my mind, at least. Okay. Oh, they can totally handle it. Well played, Adan. Well played. Bullshit. You get the bullshit drop for that one, bro. All right, that is terrible. Uh, do, the, do the Nets uh, bring this one home, Scott, or do they find a way to choke this away? No, because you got fucking KD and Michael Rappaport out here with their drama. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you're sitting here and you're trying to build a super team, and, and then KD goes KD. Look, I love KD, but, man, he makes it fucking hard. Burner accounts, bitching on DMs. And then Michael Rappaport, you need to distance yourself from that dude in anything you do in life. Like, once upon a time, Michael Rappaport Whoa. wasn't a piece of shit. And then over the last like fifteen years, he's just evolved into like one of the biggest pieces of shit. <laughs> See, I, that's why I like him because we're all pieces of shit. He's just honest about it and getting paid. For for those of you that don't know, that uh, Michael Rapaport leaked some DMs between him and KD, where KD basically called him out. There's a lot of homophobic slurs, uh, and there was like he basically said, "Come to 17th Street, we'll fight." Uh, meet Does me on KD the corner. Look like a real bitch. Uh, yeah. But I, it, it's a work, right? Like, this is a work. This isn't real, right? This is totally fake and set up. And this is Michael Rappaport no, getting people to talk about Michael we've Rappaport. We've already seen KD all over the internet. You know, oops, got busted. Uh, one of those accidental accounts. Like, KD is at KD is the greatest 25. Like, <laughs> dude, just to stop. Like, somebody step in. Twitter took away media from that other president we just ditched. Can they take it away from uh, KD? Because he can't handle it, apparently. <laughs> All right. All I want to ask and, and chime in on this topic is, is, does this put the I don't give no damn about no Drake Knight drop in a different light now. Like, that's, does that see, have that's a different? Yeah. Like, he's like it, KD is ruining everything I love about him. It's like, it's hard to support him. It's hard to be all about KD when he does stuff like this. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, just put the phone down. No, no. See, I think uh, now it's now you have convinced me this is 100% of work. Like, he's got videos on his Twitter where he's upset because when KD was with the Warriors, KD invited him out to a game and he got tickets. Uh, KD gave Rappaport tickets to the games and he was on, like, he was in the sixth row. And uh, he was like, listen, I wasn't mad about that. But then he was confronting KD after the game. Like, hey, man, I want splinters on my feet. I want to be on the floor like this is all bullshit this is Rappaport just getting his name out there and trying to cover up the fact that his lawsuit against barstool is a fucking dumpster fire like this dude is a Wait, is a what? complete joke yeah he's suing barstool like Rappaport is suing oh, barstool God. sports it, got thrown out. it did get thrown out yeah he had no crowns on it. <laughs> dude i'm so sick of barstool mike portnoy and his bitch ass like i'm tired it's, of that kid it's dave Portnoy, but yes, Whatever. I agree. See, exactly. I agree. One I agree. Team. No, I, I'm with you on that. But I, I did. I was interested in that yes, lawsuit because it was two complete douchebags going up against each other, and I wanted to see who would out douchebag see? who in the lawsuit. And it turns out the judge was like, "You're both douchebags. Get the fuck out of court." <laughs> see, that's, that's where we need to bring back the gladiator battles. 
and let these two assholes and you know that's what they should have said no you're both douchebags so what you're gonna do is you're gonna go in this ring you're gonna fight to the death and at the end of the day all that's changed is there's one less of you <laughs> now see you said gladiator and i immediately thought i'm here for watching them do the old school gladiator finale like and whoever wins wins the lawsuit but i don't want to watch these two idiots in a pit i, I mean i'll tune in to <laughs> okay, watch fine. you know it's not shout each other and do that type of here's shit. the thing we could even do it we could do it american gladiator style but they would both one of actually yeah, i want both, turbo maybe both would be so right embarrassed their, that they would both just disappear at their faces that's what i want <laughs> so we could do it the metaphorical style where they're like public whatever dies and we never have to hear from or deal with, with them again with all the fucking revives that we've had over the last, like, why hasn't American why Gladiators had a reboot? That's like, a there good point. There aren't enough roided up people to get American Gladiators back on. And here we go. Edan, do you even know what the fuck American Gladiators is? I knew it. Oh, I knew it. And that's dude. a travesty. We need to reboot. I'm starting the movement. Hashtag bring back America. Dude, Gladiator. that's a no, I'm 100% on board with this. Gladiators definitely needs to come back. That Gladiators was- ready. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Which, what was your, what was your least favorite American Gladiators uh, event? Because I think mine was when they got in the hamster balls and had to roll up on the little uh, things and like set off the, the mm. smoke would come up through i hated that event because nobody could do it right and you'd get to that like they'd get to that little hill because yeah because you had to get to the hill and then like you settled in and then the smoke would go and everybody was like or like i just now, uh, my, no no my good. least favorite one was the one where they're sitting there shooting the nerf guns at like the yeah. each different station and they had to hit the thing they were horrible oh but that was no it was that was, it was so good that, hard, right? that was no, no that I was would a, always there and watch and be like i'd be so good at this but the contestants always sucks so much no the contestants ass. sucked but the reason why that event was amazing was because the gladiator was pelting them with tennis balls like shooting tennis yeah. balls from a platform no, no, i mean oh, i enjoyed awesome. it i just would get pissed at how bad the contestants. that's fair robert taylor said they did say, bring robert it back t- they did i just remembered that because i was researching potato chips um <laughs> they did. It was like it was like I mean, three to five XFL years ago. Get like twenty five reboots. We can't get one American <laughs> Gladiator reboot. That's also, Robert Taylor, don't be chiming in about when they rebooted the American Gladiators and don't respond to my uh, Lay's stacked question about which flavor's best. I need to know which one's the go to flavor so I test it at its best. Oh, okay. You guys are talking chips in the comments. Great. I'm glad Drew really is. He's really all in on tonight's show. He's talking She's chips wild card, in the comments Tomorrow's section. opening day. Like, I don't know what your deal is, man. Shit. <laughs> let's, let's talk opening day. Let's talk baseball briefly because we don't want to lose uh, our fans. Uh, Robert Taylor was asking about doing that Marvel. We are going to get to that here in a few minutes. Um, the, the only thing I, I don't want to go too far into... Uh, baseball talk because it's a long season. We got a ways to go until the Reds are clearly the front runners in the NL. And uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to shoot my load too early. But I did want to talk about this tweet that came out. Idan shared it with us uh, earlier. Idan, you found a tweet about the top selling jerseys so far. Is this just so far this year that that these jerseys have been selling? I want to say it's throughout the off season since the season ended. And the most shocking part of it is seeing the best player in baseball, Michael Trout, number 10 on the list, behind Kike Hernandez, a guy who's one accent mark away from an anismatic slur, <laughs> somehow the head of Mike Trout. <laughs> wow. 
on coming. Oh, wow. Hey, Don, unfortunately, I think you just answered your own question as to why oh. that jersey is so top selling, because I'm sure <laughs> yeah. there's a large group of the population that gets that and rips oh, that yeah. accent mark off. Yes. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> Except for they don't have his first name on the back of the shirt. So, so I like. I hope that's the reason these idiots are buying it. They're like, yeah, I'm gonna be real racist. Like, but it says Hernandez on the back. How confused? How confused are they when that's their reasoning for buying the jersey, and then they get a name like Hernandez on the back, and they're like, oh god damn it, what the fuck just happened? Shit! They're gonna come take my guns now. Um, Mike Shot number ten. That's crazy. Back up, though, like that, as crazy as that is, can we pause for a moment on the fact that Mookie Betts is the number one selling jersey in Major League Baseball? There's that like ten. No, 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 no. Here's why: there's like ten black players in all of baseball, yeah. and somehow one of them has the best selling jersey. Well, like, if you what? Well, well, if you, did, no, Scott, did you see the footnote though? Because it includes jersey sales from when he was with the Dodgers and the Red Sox. No, I know, right? but it doesn't matter. The fact that there's <clears throat> ten black players in baseball and one of them has the best-selling jersey, like the odds are completely against that happening. You did that, Scott. Oh, wait, are you you went through to name those. No, uh, actually, I was just going to say, Scott actually no. tried to make a, he went through the one I day, tried. he tried to make the, the all black baseball the, team and couldn't fill out a, a decent there roster. There isn't a black American black born baseball catcher in all of the sport. <laughs> the team had no catcher. <laughs> I had like 10 outfielders and no <laughs> other positions. Uh, Robert Taylor coming in with Dude, a hot take here. was solid, though, right? Uh, no, the no. pitching was horrendous. Good fielding. Great fielding and great no, bats no, the, on no. team. Dude, are you kidding? Dwight Gooden, one of the best starting current, pitchers of all current, time. Current. Right now. Current right now. Baseball players, up, man. Oh. Not all time. <laughs> yeah, all time I could feel the team perfectly fine. But in 2021, if I was like, man, I'm going to assemble a 25, 26, whatever, <clears throat> man squad of just black baseball players. I got to about 15, and it was like, Jesus Christ, we're going to have to ask these guys to do things they've never done before to fill out this squad. <laughs> like, hey, um, uh, David Price, I know you pitch every five days, so in between those other four days, can you catch? <laughs> like, that's what we're doing. I mean, how hard can catching really be? <laughs> For the fact that, like, Mookie Betts, you might have to pitch. You might have to be our show, hey, Otani, because we don't have enough to fill out this starting rotation. We, we do need we do need more Shohei Otanis, but the, the reason I, I try to tee up the Dwight Gooden thing again Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on, hang on. Wait a second. Hang what? on, Mookie. Hang on. Real quick. No, no, no. Hang on. Hang on. No, no, no. This is not hang bad. On. Don't hang be on. don't be upset hang about on. this. Don't be upset about my interrupting you because you just said we need more Shohei Otanis. So you want more guys who can pitch and who can hit. So by that yes. stance, we need no to DH, do away with the DH. There you go. Get rid of the DH. Mookie <laughs> says so. There it is. I got him. I got him. We do away with the DH. Oh uh, woo. That's uh, that's well done. Right. Uh, what just happened? You so, got, you're uh, not paying attention to the show, so I don't know what's going on. No, I'm not. Wisconsin just won the uh, Women's Hockey National Championship in sudden victory by banking the shot in off a defender. Oh damn, that's that's cold. Yeah, they're yeah. Uh, Sorry, I. Rob, I mean, hey, you got you got to respect the sport, right? Like, 
you you it's, do it's gotta you do gotta it's respect the sport. Uh, listen, Robert Taylor is in the comments saying that uh, Trout is not the best player in the league right now. That it is in fact Mookie Betts. That's why his jersey is the number one selling jersey. He says that everybody says Trout is the best, but Trout doesn't win a requisite for being the best, in my opinion. Scott, okay, how you gonna how you gonna take that? Because that's such a stupid, flawed argument. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and argue that Mookie Betts isn't one of the best players in the game. I mean, yeah, arguably he is. But Mike Trout not being because it doesn't win. Well, yeah, he's also played on a franchise that decides it doesn't want to win. And in baseball, more than in any other sport, like it doesn't matter what you're doing as an individual if you don't have the team around you. Like, you know. He doesn't pitch. Like pitching is so important right. in in the MLB that he like can Mike be on a Trout team. Mike Trout has with... done his job every single year of his career. Like there's nothing more Mike Trout could do. And Mookie Betts, like that argument, it's like, well, yeah, he played on Boston, who paid a bunch of money to build a super team and win, and then goes to the Dodgers, who paid a bunch of money and a super team to win. Like the Angels just don't do it like that. So Mike Trout has perpetually been stuck on a team that shit. Scott, so, you but, got two boys in the top twenty on this uh, top selling jerseys list. Hey, you I'm got, you got, yeah, you got your Acuna jersey. There you go. Acuna I also is, had is in my the top Freddie 10. Freeman jersey upstairs, so you know I'm trying to bring the heat. <laughs> got it. I got to be honest, man. If I go all season without seeing that gif of Freddie Freeman like doing that awkward dance, it will you be won't. the best. I know I won't because it, it's as soon as uh, I'll see it fucking I might tomorrow. Put it in the chat right now. Yeah, you probably would. <laughs> it's the best white guy dance ever. <laughs> ah, best white guy dance ever. I don't know about that, man. That's okay. That's a uh, Mark Madsen at that Lakers parade back. There you the, go. <laughs> yeah, like, I gotta give it to Mark Madsen. Uh, that's well, but so, the, so wait, wait, so hold on. The the real question is though, Idan, did you see the uh, Jimi Hendrix jersey that the Sounders are coming out with for this season? Yeah, it looks awesome, dude. It's so sick. Like there are some fresh kits this year, but I gotta you be see, honest. Uh, Hit me. The the Orlando women's soccer team, they came out with a uh yes. outer space themed jersey. Yes. That's just nice. The NWSL man, respect oh, yeah. right there. Oh, they Hey they guys, guys, kids. did you see uh the US men's national under twenty three team didn't qualify for the Olympics? Yeah. Yeah, those, those yeah, bunch of they, let me yeah. tell you what. Soccer USA. soccer talk. USA. That's uh, uh we're good. I don't understand we're, what they're doing down there. Like these great. boys have all the skill and talent they need to actually win, and they can't even be mediocre. Like that's all we ask for here in well, Cincinnati and this country. Really, is just be mediocre and qualify, <laughs> so then we can get pissed when you lose in the first round. Wait, here yes, we go. Ed Mayhall. Basically, we're trying to be the in sync of boy bands, but they can't even live up to that. Here level. we go. Edon said he was ready to uh, to debate this, and I feel like he's going to defend this horrible showing of the under twenty three team. Now, let me hang on before you get into your arguments. Let me preface it by saying. I've heard it all. I get that a lot of the guys on our senior roster are under 23, and if they were playing in this game, they would have bounced through Honduras. No. That's great. Mm. But here's mm. the other thing. Uh, the rest of the roster should still be able to beat fucking Honduras. All right? That's all I'm saying. Like, what the fuck are we doing, man? Yeah, no, it's fucking embarrassing to lose to Honduras and not qualify for the third time in a row. But, again, like, our U23 team is our senior team, and they're not allowed to play in these qualifiers so when you have like the B or C team, U23 team, of course you're gonna lose. You have no shot. You're trash. Bullfucking like, you shit. About all the no, skill that's that we absolute have. They garbage. Don't have skill. That is they absolute won, garbage. They won't play in that game. 
I can't. It doesn't matter. We I'm shouldn't have Freddie Amaya. Wasn't Amaya playing in that game? Dollars we pull pour into our ODP. No, for I know like, we're pathetic. But our national team, our senior team, is still good. Like, we're no, still they're fucking not. Are you kidding Cup. me? What did they do oh. in the last World Cup? Oh, that's right. They oh, sent none of these guys were in that. Home. None of these guys were able to play exactly. In that last and what World did Cup. they do in the under twenty threes the last cycle when they were on the under twenty threes as the A squad? While the other assholes like Altidore were losing in the World. Oh, they weren't in the World Cup. We have a franchise of losers in this soccer program. You can't defend it because we haven't made the U. We haven't made the Olympics in three straight fucking cycles. So even yeah, if this I is the B squad here, the A squad is not thing? doing shit. <laughs> they didn't have a chance to do shit. Didn't have a chance to do shit. Are you kidding me? We play in one of the easiest confederations on the entire motherfucking planet. <laughs> There are teams in Africa that are better than us, and they don't even have sponsorships with Adidas or Nike. They're rolling with, like, Joma and whatnots. Like, are you kidding? This team hasn't had a chance. What more could have been done for them to get them to where they need to be to say they have a chance? Because you know what's happened? The women have gone out and actually won world titles with a quarter of the support that the men have had. Mm, Alex Morgan, baby. (laughs) So... (laughs) Idan, what would you change if you were uh, put in charge of the U.S. men's national team? I don't even know how to answer that. There's so much to change. But on the bright side, 2026, right around the corner. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? Because we're Uh, hosting. 2026, right around the corner. He said. Smoking like a true Eagles fan. Oh, my God. Listen, guys, I don't know if you, but 2026, things are looking up. 2026, it's our year. (laughs) These young kids these days. Uh, All right, listen, that's, that's enough soccer talk. Uh, man, it was such a disappointment. All I'm like, saying is he died. This ain't I got, the fucking Philadelphia soul. All right. Whoa. It is serious That's football. Bon Jovi wants to get at you, bro. <laughs> Wait, does Bon Jovi have a stake in the Philadelphia soul? Is, is, he yeah. was their principal yeah, dude, owner. Are you serious? Dude. You didn't know that. He's their owner? Like from oh, the yeah. word go, him and Jaws. Dude, he legit goes to a lot of the games too. I've heard. I knew. Yeah, I knew him and, him and Ron Jaworski were like the sole owners. I knew uh, that. Uh, 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 <laughs> I knew that. Uh, guys, wait. I knew that Drew Carey has an ownership in the uh, Seattle team, and I knew that Drew David Carey's Beckham was like involved with Miami somehow. Fuck David Beckham. Uh, well, yeah, obviously. Beckham was an MLS team. Uh, yeah, Miami, right? The Miami yeah. t- squad. Yeah, that, I knew that one, and I knew Drew Carey was in Seattle, but I didn't realize that Bon Jovi. And all, I also knew that Bon Jovi owned the Arena Football League team in Philadelphia, but I didn't realize he translated that into uh, success as owning a, a soccer team as well. Uh, all right, well, there we go. Cost, no, no, he doesn't own a thing. soccer team. You know who oh. does own it? You know who is a part owner of the union? Kevin Durant. <laughs> That's right, he is. Oh yeah! Wow! Oh yeah! Well, basically, oh, boy. So, so basically, Kevin Durant should stick to footy. <laughs> well, Kevin Durant couldn't afford a share of a NBA team like Drake did, so he had to find the next best thing. <laughs> Drake doesn't. I, I just own. don't think you can partially own yeah, an NBA team while you're in it. Drake doesn't. He could do something else. He could have gone to other I'm major four sports damn, like Drake baseball or. Yeah, ain't getting no damn about no Drake. Next, Drake hey, you done. This is, I just had a great idea. Once we all get our 5G chips implanted in us, 
we Ariana. road trip up to Philly, meet you there, and then hit up a Phillies game. Uh, maybe we get a union game in if oh. we can find the right weekend, you know, and just you can show us the real underbelly of Philly where we belong. I am so here for it. <laughs> All right. Of a lifetime for you boys. Yeah, absolutely right. We'll remember uh, half. Shout out Cannons and Tomahawks <laughs> podcast hanging out on, on Periscope. What's up, man? Uh, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you. Uh, Ed Mayall said, I thought we were talking AFL. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's, let's get, let's get off the soccer talk. Uh, let's go to another topic that people probably don't care too much about. I caught up on the MCU. I'm done. I, I caught up. I'm good to go. Uh, <laughs> Scott. Bye, Drew. We'll see you later. <laughs> Scott has said, as soon as I finished this, Scott was like, give me the reins uh, during the show because he wants to take over uh, and we want to do that Marvel. Uh, I don't have a, a cool sound cue or anything like that for this one, Scott. So I'm going to turn it over to you. Uh, I, I'm just hearing the <laughs> Avengers theme playing in my head throughout this segment. So Me too. All right. I'm turning it over to you, man. It is now your you are driving. Let me just say that first of all, I'm Thank so you, proud Jared. of you. I, I know, like, man. I, this was a this was a marathon, not a sprint, and it, it takes a lot of endurance. Ten years to catch up on all this stuff, and uh, I, I'm very happy that you you embarked on this. Endeavor. It was so, a daunting <laughs> task, and Jared uh, rightfully saying, "Jesus, Mike, about time." Yes, I I realized how far behind <laughs> I was, and just for those of you that may not have seen the show in our early days, I also up until recently had never seen any Star Wars movies, and Scott I uh, made him forced me to too. watch every Star Wars. I'm caught up on Star Wars, and now I'm caught up on the MCU, uh, and I, I'm feeling great, man. Like I that was I, I definitely have missed out. I wish I would have seen a lot of those in theaters because I'm sure the experience was way better than watching it on my phone while I was doing dishes. Uh, so, absolutely. So, uh, I mean, we're just going to start off real simple. I mean, I, okay. think I need to know what was your absolute favorite? Oh, absolute favorite is tough. I would probably say this is going to be a little controversial, uh, but I think that my favorite was probably Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, uh, just because okay. that was the first one to come in with a kind of a different tone than all of the other movies. Uh, and man, that was... Oh, that was a solid movie. I, I laughed really hard at that. Uh, Chris Pratt's dancing at the end of it uh, had me fucking dying uh, during that scene. I, I, I think that's probably my favorite. Drunk Angels wants to know who I think the best pitcher in the Brave system is. And I mean, it's between Soroka and Anderson long term. Those are the two like that are going to be the best. But anyway, sticking to the MC. And uh, just real right. quick, I see hey, Matt Barr you- and Robert Taylor both uh, mentioning Ragnarok. Ragnarok. I had such low expectations for that one because Thor 1 and Thor 2 were such garbage that when it came to Ragnarok, I was like, I don't even want to watch this movie. And Scott was like, trust me. what did I tell you? Scott was like, trust me, watch it. You're going to love it. And I did. And it was fantastic. Huge fan of Ragnarok. Uh, I was laughing from the beginning when Thor was spinning and he was like, wait, hold on. I'll be right back around. I was dying. It was, it was such a a well done movie. Uh, so so real, 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 uh, two real quick questions for you guys. Uh, one, are we still talking cartoons? And then two, please tell me you did the quad shot when both Edan and I were just gone. No, <laughs> no we what didn't. Was your least we should favorite have. one, Mike. Least um, I, I, I'm tempted to say one of the Thor movies, but I think my least favorite was probably The Incredible Hulk. 
Uh, it now I'm going terrible. to delete that one because that's not. It's too easy to do that one. That one. It was the so one. bad, man. Ed Norton bailing on the whole thing. It's just. It's yeah. Like, that was the other bad. thing. Then I got to get used to seeing Ruffalo in there as Bruce Banner. Uh, so if I'm not allowed to say Incredible Hulk. <sighs> God, that's tough. Um, Why was it Thor 2? <laughs> like, let's just get the brass tacks. Thor 2, the Thor. Both the of the Thor World movies. Both of the Thor movies were terrible. So I'd put them both uh, as the bottom just ahead of Incredible Hulk. Oh, I fair enough, fair enough. And and Robert Taylor is absolutely correct. Ruffalo is better than Norton anyway. Like as I agree, as I, enjoyed, I agree, but I wish I it was Ruffalo from the start. Okay, as wait, hold actor, on. But- I can weigh in on this one because I know I know who those people are, and absolutely Mark Ruffalo is a better uh Hulk than Edward Norton. Hands down. I agree. I, I 100 percent agree. I just had to suffer through watching Edward Norton as the, the All Hulk. Right. Now well, I didn't one, watch a lick of that, but I know it's true. After you got past, you know, the first couple when, like, Hollywood realized the superhero thing wasn't going away, all of a sudden you started seeing all these big-name actors pop up, like, throughout. I mean, you even have big-name actors that are, like, still trying to get in because, you know, it's basically guaranteed paychecks. Who's your favorite actor from, you know, you take away the superheroes, but who's your favorite actor that popped in in, in any of these movies, like throughout? Oh, all wait, I got to take away the superheroes. I can't, I can't. Yes, yes I mean, like, superhero. obviously the superheroes are who they are, but I'm saying, like, who came in and played a role that you're like, holy shit, I can't believe they got this person to do this role, and then they killed it. As an example, I, I, I fucking, I can't believe how amazing Robert Redford was in Winter Soldier as the bad guy. Like, he fucking killed it. Like Robert Redford, Dude, to Robert me, Redford is the shit. Like, right, and he has a serious acting pedigree. No, no, no. I'm not surprised. I'm saying for him to come into it's he's one of those actors who doesn't need to come into a superhero universe. It doesn't need this for his resume, but he comes in, kills it, does you know Robert Redford things, and it's amazing. So that's what I'm saying. Like, there's <laughs> all sorts of people who pop into these movies yeah. throughout the whole thing. <laughs> that play sometimes bit roles or whatever. I mean, Glenn Close is in Guardians of the Galaxy, for Christ's sake. So, like, who is your favorite, like, non-main focal character? I'm going Goldblum. Uh, Even though he was more of a a focal character in Ragnarok, like, he was... When I saw him, and the way he delivered, like, the way he played that bad guy was solid. A big fan of Goldblum uh, in that. So, like, how many hours of your life did you waste watching this shit? (laughs) Um, it, I, waste is an interesting way to describe it. I I spent. I mean, there's what? Uh, how many movies are in the MCU plus uh, right, let me, nine let me episodes of WandaVision plus? I'll retract uh, the waste. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say waste hours. But how many hours did you dedicate to this? Uh, the entire MCU. Uh, I mean these these movies date back to when we were like barely out of college. So yeah. So can it, you give me that, a ballpark? Hundred fifty. Um, I don't know. Uh, However long they take, some of those movies are like two hours long. Some are three. Like so, I don't know if you. It's a lot. It's a lot of hours. Uh, A lot of hours well spent, I would say. Well, no, because what I really, what I really want to know. Sorry, go ahead, Scott. (laughs) Anyway, this can't be right. It says forty-nine hours. Shut up. Let's start getting into the nitty gritty (laughs) here. Um, Who is Clint Barton? Oh, Clint Barton. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that, uh, Clint Barton. <laughs> I love Clint Barton, man. That guy, uh, when, when he popped up on the screen, I was like, Clint, Clint motherfucking Barton. Uh, you, I mean, listen, if you don't know Clint Barton, did you even watch the MCU? 
right? Yeah, you you clearly didn't because <laughs> Clint Barton is uh, better known as Hawkeye. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Clint Barton. You're like Clint Barton's in this. Was sweet. Uh, Clint Barton. He comes in and he he's the the farm gets wiped out and his kids are gone and then he he comes in and saves the world because like he's he's also the Avenger at first that people are like, come on, Clint Barton. What kind of Avenger name is that? Clint Barton. And then you know he's he's there and he he does things. He helps out. In fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so we're, I, we're gonna move move more towards the end of the the MCU more recently. So I got a sip chug drain pour for you. Ooh, okay. Uh, we're gonna go with uh, Scarlet Witch, Agatha Harkness, and uh, Darcy Lewis. Can Ooh. we all? Can this be a group play? Can this be an all? Yeah, play? absolutely. Sure, sure. John Mookie, chime in. Sip chug drain uh, pour. Do you Scarlet guys... Witch, Agatha Harkness, and Darcy. Do Lewis. you guys want to go first there, uh, Drew? Do you want to no, go first? I see not. you googling. He did. Uh, Google. Edan, Edan, you look. <laughs> You look very confused on this one. Uh, you... Yeah, I'm gonna pass. <laughs> what was the third? What was the third one? Scarlet Witch, Agatha Scarlet Harkness, Witch, Agatha Harkness, and Darcy Lewis. Gonna, Listen, gonna I know Lewis Drew. I know what Drew would pick. Drew, oh, Darcy yep. Lewis would 100. <laughs> percent uh, Drew is 100 percent sipping Darcy Lewis. Listen, uh, mm-hmm. I gotta go. Okay, so I I texted you while I was watching WandaVision. I said. Catherine is a national treasure. Agatha was that was such a good character, uh, and I think uh, she played that one so well. I'm gonna I'm gonna sip Agatha. Uh, I'm gonna chug Darcy Lewis for two obvious reasons, uh, and then I'm gonna drain pour, and then I'm gonna drain pour the Scarlet Witch. That's fair. I, I actually was shocked. I, I figured putting you in a position that you had to uh, uh, choose our, our favorite Kat Dennings would uh, make you immediately pour her out. So <laughs> that, that shows growth. Thought about uh, it. Now, Thought about it. We, we've got some questions from some wait, of our wait, listeners. Wait, hold on, hold on a minute here. I didn't, I didn't oh, get wait, to that's right. Mookie went in. That's rude. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, but but Mike did actually nail the first one. So, yeah, that, that one makes it kind of easy. Um <laughs> So I feel conflicted here because I don't want to drain poor anyone, but I'm, I'm going to stay true to the game. So he was absolutely right that I am going to sip Darcy Lewis. I have loved her since Two Broke Girls because, I mean, she's just spot on. Um, Agatha Harkness, I just I feel like we would just hang out and have a good old time. Uh, but I got a soft spot for just the um, the fiery redhead of the Scarlet Witch, judging by the Google images. <laughs> that's basically, I mean, yeah, that's basically my research. That's what I know of Scarlet Witch and Agatha Harkness. I do love, uh, what's her name that's playing her in WandaVision, the actress. Uh, she cracks me up from Parks and Rec back in the day, but like, if we're going to sip, chug, drain, pour, sip Darcy Lewis, uh, chug the Scarlet Witch, and then... Uh, well, unfortunately, poor Agatha Harkness, who looks old, too. I feel bad pouring an old woman. <laughs> anyway, we're moving on to uh, our faithful listeners who uh, sent in some questions. Uh, Tyson Thorpe wants to know, uh, can you name the main black superheroes? <laughs> <laughs> does Nick Fury... We'll, we'll just does, go main black superheroes. Does Nick, Fury, does Nick Fury count as a, a black... Okay, Fury, so, uh, so Nick Fury also, I was shocked when I figured out, when I found out how Nick Fury uh, lost that eye. That was, a, that was a shocker in Captain Marvel. 
Uh, so How I'm gonna go. Did he lose that? Eye? Oh, he lost the eye. A cat? No, a cat scratched his eye out. A cat scratched his eye out, and he then had good, to. Because I have a question about that too. Continue. Okay, good. So this dude's uh, a superhero, Nick and he gets beat Fury. by a cat. Yep, uh, Nick Fury. Uh, then we got Falcon. Uh, do I have to give real names or can I go superhero names? Is that fine? Uh, uh, okay. Sam Wilson, you're good. Falcon. Uh, then you got, uh, okay, if I got to go real names too, T'Challa or Black Panther. Uh, oh, look at you. Uh, look, look at, at you. Show boom. Boom. That's, that's what's up, baby. Uh, and then uh, here's where I'm going to fall apart. Don Cheadle playing the fake Iron Man. That's the uh, <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> Steedle, fake Iron Man. Actually, that was pretty impressive. Uh, by the way, the fake Iron Man is War Machine, and yeah. his name is his name is Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, not Iron Man. The Iron Man that's not Iron Man. That guy. <laughs> the, the other guy. The uh, the black. Uh, sticking with the black theme, which of the films did Black Widow uh, first appear in? Tyson wants to know. Uh, she first appeared in the the first one where there was a uh, she. It was like a bit role that she popped in. In, uh early on in in the the phase one that one oh okay cool you don't want you don't care to nail that listen listen we don't have to go with the specific <laughs> title we all know that black widow popped in as like a bit character and was like hey uh you're gonna find out what i'm all about later on in this uh mcu and then she kind of disappeared for a couple movies and then was back so yeah that's it was Robert early Taylor is correct iron man 2 is the answer we were looking oh for, phase but, oh okay uh, yeah hey, so that was a little bit done. later you done can i just can I get a heat check proof of life over there, bud? You, you still with us? <laughs> We're doing great. <laughs> right on, brother. The moon has Just, feeling good. We, we will get through this too, my friend. You know, <laughs> like they say, when you have a bad trip, this too will pass. <laughs> and, and speaking of Robert Taylor, he wants to know what kind of alien goose was. You said the cat scratched his eye, scratched out Fury's eye, but what kind of alien was the cat? Oh, I know the answer to this one. It was the one from uh, Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, the uh, wait. The cat was an alien. Hang on, hang on a second. Uh, you don't remember the tentacles coming out of it? <laughs> nah, not really. Dude, cats. I mean, that's look, kind of listen. Normal, right? Let me be honest. Right now, uh, I watched a lot of these in the evening Let's after the kids went to bed. And a lot of times I drank uh, bourbon and like a lot of bourbon. Uh, boy. And there were times where I was <laughs> where I was watching them while I was editing the show on Wednesday nights. And, um, you know, there was like bourbon after the show, which okay, we all well, know. Flurgin. Flurgin is the answer we were looking yeah, for. Yeah, that's what. Well, listen, I was going to get there and say flogging, but you didn't let me get I to the flogging. Yeah, that's what I said. Flogging. <laughs> We didn't ask what you were doing to yourself during. The movie. <laughs> that's, what, that's why I didn't know what movie Black Widow was in. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, especially if it's during Iron Man Two. I mean, it's like, oh, ScarJo. Wait, there was a movie happening. <laughs> anyway, Mike, I'm I'm really impressed. You you did that MCU well. And, Thank you. Uh, I, congratulations on being all caught up with the rest of known society yeah so. it's good to it's good to understand memes again i really like the fact that i can go on the internet and, and understand references uh that that are now on there um let me do this real quick scott because you asked me to do uh something as part of this yes. when i did my phases in the past after each phase i would rank the stanley cameos 
uh, in the power rank. Like I did a power ranking of Stanley cameos, uh, and you told me to just go ahead and do top five all time. Like you didn't want me to go through and yes, just do throughout phase the three. entire MCU. <clears throat> all right, time we saw Stanley. Stanley, here are my. Let's start with some honorable mentions. Uh, honorable mention: Thor: The Dark World. As terrible of a movie as it is, Lee and the Mental Ward uh, gives Eric a shoe. Eric's blabbering about the convergence, and when he's done and asked for questions, Stan Lee says, yeah, can I have my shoe back? Honorable mention. Uh, also honorable mention, Captain America Civil War, when Lee is the FedEx delivery guy at the end. Uh, oh, I and love he, that one. Yeah, and he says he's got a package for Tony Stank. Tony classic, Stank. classic. Also, I'm very disappointed that that joke did not come back, because Don Cheadle did say, yeah, I'm never letting this one go, and then he let it go immediately, and we never heard Tony Stank again for the rest of the MCU. The MCU's so still ongoing. Very right. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. How I about could... taking his name in vain now that he's dead? Yeah. Well, <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Tony Stank. Um, all right. Here we go. Here's your Stanley cameos. Top five all time MCU. Number five is Ragnarok. Uh, when Lee cuts Thor's hair and then he comes out with like the weird things on his hands. He's like, now you don't move. My hands aren't as steady as they used to be. And I like this one because I felt like if Stan Lee wasn't a comic book creator, he would be a barber. Like he seemed like every old barber that I had growing up. So I was on, I was like, this is typecasting. Uh, number four, Avengers Age of Ultron. He's a World War II vet who insists that Thor gives him a shot of liquor from Asgard. And then it cuts to him getting carried out as he's just That's muttering. Excelsior, yes, fantastic. Uh, number three, uh, Ant Man. Stan is the bartender in Luisa's story at the end about Falcon looking for Ant Man. Uh, it's Luisa's voice over, and they're reenacting the story. And Luisa's cousin Ignacio goes up, and Lee says, uh, "He says to Lee, yo, look at the girl I'm with. She's crazy, stupid, fine, right?'" And then Lee mouths the words as Luis repeats them. Yeah, crazy, stupid, fine. Uh, that's a fantastic that game. <laughs> uh, number two, Black Panther. When Lee takes the Chala's chips at the casino, and he goes, "You know, I'll just take these and keep them over here for safekeeping." And the I number that was a little racist, but go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. well, you know, well, what are we gonna do? Don't trust you with these uh, the yeah. number one the number Speaking one of racist, did you hear that <laughs> i was oh, about to get number one are you fucking did kidding me Drew? you jump one? in at number one oh, you man. son of a bitch number one in a shocking twist ant-man and wasp and that's when wasp shrinks lee's car and he goes well the 60s were fun but now i'm paying for it fantastic <laughs> line uh, loved it. Those are the Stanley Cameo power rankings, top five all time MCU. And the man. Wait, yeah. now hold on. When you say RIP, do you truly believe it's RIP, or do you think they're gonna find a way to get him into other films from now on with you know virtual imaging or whatever else? No, they won't do that. They won't CGI him. Yeah, he's. They've already moved on. Spider Man was the most recent Spider Man Far From Home was the first to not have Stanley. Yeah. Also, you uh, even just like put him as an extra in the background. I mean, damn. Matt Barr is 100% correct. Uh, the biggest miss was Marvel not having Louise break everything down that happened uh, <laughs> with after the snap occurred. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's do some bets real you, quick. Man. I'm proud of you. Thank you, you man. Well, I you know, I can do that. You MCU. Did that MCU. I do that. MCU. Uh, let's do some Mookie's mad props real quick here before we get out tonight. And Mookie's mad props. Let me get a little music here because Mookie's mad props is sponsored by my right, bookie. Listen, everybody, tons of college ball and baseball starting back up tomorrow there is no shortage of action to bet on and make some money with my bookie 
right now. Sign up today at craftbrewsports.com slash bet. Use the promo code craftbrewed to secure yourself a deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you got to do is bet. Whatever you want to bet. Baseball, basketball, it doesn't matter. Go bet. Uh, win big. And make sure you use our promo code craftbrewed so that they know that we hooked you up. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Uh, Drew, where are you laying your money this week, man? Where's the Where's the money going? Give us some mad props. Well, so uh, it's it's a little bit early here for actual props on the the final four. I, I was checking earlier today. I don't think they're going to put those out until a little bit later this week. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to. Did you guys want to make any picks, or are you off I the think hook? Here's you're tired of losing. Here's what I think we should do. Let's do a parlay bet. Uh, we've got three games to pick from the two final four games and then the championship game. Let's parlay it. And if you get your parlay, you get a win. If you don't get your parlay, you lose. Does that sound fair? Are All you right, okay? so we, we're going to go okay around the that? horn. Each person picks a parlay. Perfect. All right. So that being said, Edan, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and start with you here. Uh, oh, so, you. oh, what would you rather go last? No, I want to go first. I feel like we might all have the same answer. I think well, we might. possible. So we'll go ahead. We'll go money line on all of these. We're going to take the spread out of the, the equation. So Thank money uh, money line game one, Stanford, Stanford, South Carolina. Who you got? Hey, wait a second. All right. Yes, I'll take yes. Stanford. Let's go Cardinal. All right. Perfect. Uh, game two. Again, money line. Who you got? Arizona, Connecticut. Uh, let's go Arizona. Maybe it's UConn's time to die. Oh, all right. Wow. So, what wow. the hell are we betting on? The final four, There's... dude. What the fuck are you talking about? It's the final four. The women's final four? The final four. Yeah. Oh. All right. So, okay. Edan, Edan <laughs> you went lost. Stanford, and then you went Arizona, right? Yeah. So, UConn then that means you other night. It's, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So then that puts Stanford, Arizona in the national championship game. Who you got? The Cardinal. Best oh. defense in the tournament. Wow. Wow. Right. All right. I love it. Okay. So I got it. I got that marked down. I'll put the money down later. Uh, so, Mike, uh, Scott, who wants to go next? I got Mike it. Can. I'll go. I'll jump in here. I'll jump in. Get it. What you got? All there, right. Brother? So uh, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to agree with you, Don. I'm going to take Stanford. Uh, in that, that first Final Four matchup. But I am going to go UConn. If you get past Baylor with a call like that, it's destiny, baby. Gino is bringing home another title. So UConn gets past Arizona, and then UConn mm-hmm. over Stanford in the title game. Book it. All right. Scotty K. Jr., you want me to go, or are you ready to dive in? I'm not going against Gino ever. So Gino takes all. Period. So, who cares in the first game? Yep, don't uh, care about anything else. UConn in the second it. game, and who cares? The UConn. Scott's got UConn winning. Perfect. <laughs> I'll, I'll put that one in later. My bookie is they're really flexible. They've got a feature where you can actually name your own bet and bet down the line. It'll adjust the odds appropriately. Super helpful. Hell yes. Um, I'm actually going to go ahead and deviate a little bit. I'm going to take South Carolina in that first game. Ooh. Um, yeah, I, I'm feeling those girls. I, the thing is, it's going to be tight. You need to stay Phrasing. Phrasing. Well, yeah, phrasing. That's, that's, that's no phrasing, phrasing is right. a thing still. Phrasing is a yes, thing. Yes, so, it is. Uh, South Carolina, UConn in the final. 
I'm going to go ahead and mix it up and just say South Carolina for the title. Wow. Uh, I love that girl. They've got the freshman bunker who's friends with the guy from Gonzaga. But you're friends with some from Gonzaga. You can get the fuck out. Let's go game. <laughs> All right, Mookie. Thanks for the map props. This has been Mookie's map props again. Brought to you by my bookie. Get that $1,000 deposit bonus. Use the code CraftBrew. CraftBrewSports.com slash bet. Use the code CraftBrewed. Sell out. Uh, all right, fellas, I forgot earlier uh, to give Drew a, a word for the day, and we're towards the end of the show now. Like, we got to yes. wrap up in a few minutes. This so, is bong, baby. So here's what we're going to do. We're just going to bong while we talk about our beers that we had tonight. Uh, so this is the the Craft Root Sports beer bong word of the day was, oh, fuck, I forgot to use a word. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> we are going to beer bong while we tell you about the beers that we were drinking. If you want your own beer bong, head on over to craftrootsports.com slash beer bong. Kong beer bongs are fantastic. They're koozies to keep your beer nice and warm. And then with a quick switch, you can turn that koozie into a beer nice bong. And warm. Cold. What did, did I say? over to the dark side? Boheme. What's happening? What is happening right now? Uh, cold. <laughs> keep your beers cold, uh, just like Jim Boheme does. And then <laughs> or can, keep them warm if you're trying to bong beers and not have it hurt then your tummy. You, then you, right. Then you, yeah, you can do that. Uh, so, Scott, what were you drinking? Tell us about your beer of the night and then hit us with your Kong bong. Yeah, uh, I was drinking No Third Eye, New Image Brewing, uh, 10% Dippa. Fantastic. The the 4.1 uh, caps rating on Untapped. Right on. I loved it. Uh, on the scale of NFL weeks, I'm going uh, 16 because that's when the season should end, and that's the greatest of all the, uh, the numbers. So this was a 16 on 16 the on the scale uh, for Scott's Brew No Third Eye. That is a good one. I've had that one before. I really did enjoy that. Plus, anytime it's a 10 percenter, you know it's going to be a good night. There goes Scott with his Kong Bong. Well done. It's looking like Drew's still messing with things over there. Edon, how was that blue moon you had since you're not going to be? That was great. Breast, best craft beer I've ever had. It was the breast. The breast craft brew. It's a, That beer's know, got a fatty it. dumper. Is that what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah, where's our fatty dumper? <laughs> we didn't hit, I mean, come on. Isabel didn't pop in today. Isabel didn't pop in today. Uh, yeah, all right. Rating scale. I think I'll say it's about uh, week three of the preseason, the final week where I'll still have hope and not think the season's over yet. <laughs> Ooh, that's it's it. upgraded. So that's See, that's an like upgrade it. from the bye week. Off. Yeah, that's a good week. <laughs> that's a good week to have. Uh, Drew, what were you drinking tonight? Tell us about it and then hit us with your Kong Bong. Uh, I was drinking Lifestyle from the uh, Separatist Beer Project out of uh, Pennsylvania. Absolutely delicious beer. Really solid. It's a Kolsch, which, again, I'm not a huge fan of. Usually fan they're of just Kolsch's. too thin and not flavorful. But, like, this one was awesome. This one was great. Uh, this one was... we. It was the Hall or not the Hall of Fame. It was the Thursday night football game or whatever the first game was heading into the season where I'm like, man, I had a great fantasy draft. Things are going to be good. Everything's looking up because everything is downhill from there. So the first preseason game. Cool. 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 No, no, no. No, no, no. The first. The first preseason game. The Hall of Fame game. Yeah, yeah, I got you. The Nothing very first game, game that ever happens in the season. Do your beer bong, Drew. Do your beer bong. <laughs> 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 
Drew's confusion as he said uh, the first game, the Hall of Fame game, and then got confused that I called it the first preseason game. No, I uh, didn't actually amazing. mean to say the Hall of Fame game. That's the problem. Oh, I, I got say, you. Like, don't, do they still kick off on Thursday night? Yeah, with the Hall of Fame game. Or you no, mean no, the first game of the regular season? season. Oh, uh, regular probably. Season. Yeah, they probably kick yeah, off they on still Thursday. Do that garbage. Whatever the fuck that game. game's called. Yeah, okay. Super Bowl champion game. plays it. First game of there the year. Go. Gotcha. Yeah, so we'll have first... to see another Tom Brady season opener again next yeah. year. Oh, hey, shoot me in the so face. Uh, I was so. drinking Darkest Day from Loveland Ale Works uh, in Loveland, Colorado. 7% ABV, 3.93 caps on Untapped. This beer was fantastic. Here's how good this beer was. Week 17, and the reason why I say week 17, because that's when Joe Burrow, the future GOAT, will break all NFL records in week 17. Joe Burrow, week 17, it's going to be synonymous because that's when Joe Burrow becomes, in everybody's mind, the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Uh, dark as day, uh, great rating, uh, great beer. Hit that one up. Somebody talk while I do my beer bong. Yeah, I got you, Mike. Because Mike's basically what you're saying is week 17 is the day that Joe Burrow breaks the passing record for touchdowns, yards, and completions in a four-week period for a team that still missed the playoffs. <laughs> records are records, baby. Yep, they put them I mean, in the book, it, baby. Everybody <laughs> still likes Dan Marino, right? Fuck it, baby. Here we go. Hey, hey, don't uh, you just Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Was, He's got his jersey yeah. retired in those Miami Heat rafters, damn it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the championship right there franchise next to, right there. <laughs> right there next to Michael Jordan. Don't you dare disparage Dan Marino. Michael Jordan. <laughs> this Goddamn is, heat. This is Med Last Call brought to you by Kong Beer Bong. Uh, go get yourself a Kong Beer Bong. CryFruitsports.com slash Beer Bong. It's fantastic. And uh, we love them. And they help us get where we need to go. This was a fun show, guys. Holy shit. Hell yes. This was very fun. Uh, and thank you to all of you that, that tuned in, that shared out the show. Um I, I had a I had a blast. I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Uh, we'll be back again next week, eight PM, just like we are every single week. Uh, until then, you can go ahead and follow the show. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Craft B Sports, Instagram at Craft B Sports. Also, be sure to go to BellyUpSports.com. There are so many amazing podcasts on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. You got to check them out. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Find all of them. Subscribe to all of them. Uh, go check out all of the articles that are out there. Good friend, uh, Goddamn It JB is writing for Belly Up Sports, putting out some good content weekly. Go hit them up. BellyUpSports.com. Uh, thank you guys so much. We appreciate everything. Uh, we will see you guys all next week. Cheers, everybody. Opening day, baby! Yeah! Quack, 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 quack.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this... But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet.